There are so many moving parts and aspects of how we function as human beings and to how successful we are creating and living amazing careers and lives that it can be difficult to parse out any single one that's more important than the others. But undoubtedly, your mindset is close to the top. Now, you can have a clear vision, creativity, focus, a well-thought-out plan, and more, and still come up short if you're lacking this. What is it? Well, some might call it a winning attitude, a can-do attitude, or the power of positive thinking, which happens to be the title of a highly successful self-help book written by Norman Vincent Peale in 1952. Today, we're going to look at your mindset, specifically the part of it dealing with the meaning you give things. We'll examine just what that means and why it's important to your success and how it can cause setbacks. We'll also look at how a shift in the meaning you give things into a healthy and useful direction can up your game in every area, and how to maintain that healthy and useful mindset. So if you want to up your game in the world and be more successful, stick around until the end. You won't regret it. I'm Dr. Jim Polk, and this is an amazing career. This is Dr. Jim Polk, and welcome to An Amazing Career. This podcast is all about equipping you with phenomenal skills, habits, and a mindset that'll redefine your limits and help you achieve your maximum potential in your career and in your life away from work. I'm an executive and career coach, as well as a neuropsychologist with over 40 years' experience helping people achieve greatness. So strap in, get ready, and take notes, and prepare to learn how to have an amazing career. A standard dictionary definition of mindset is a fixed mental attitude or disposition that predetermines a person's responses to and interpretations of situations. This in turn dictates how we react to situations and how we make decisions about how to engage in something. Your mindset affects your functioning and outcomes in life, for better or for worse. Your mindset is the fusion of belief and determination. And when that mindset is positive, it provides you with the resilience, turning obstacles into stepping stones on the path to greatness, allowing you to mold your reality, paint your dreams, and leave an indelible mark on the canvas of existence. Oprah Winfrey, a media mogul and philanthropist, is renowned for her long-running talk show, The Oprah Winfrey Show. Growing up in poverty and facing a troubled childhood, she overcame adversity with unwavering determination and a positive mindset. Rising above societal barriers as an African-American woman, she fearlessly pursued her dreams, breaking new ground in media and inspiring millions worldwide. Remember, she grew up in poverty. Nelson Mandela, the iconic anti-apartheid revolutionary and the first democratically elected president of South Africa, spent 27 years in prison for his fight against racial segregation. Despite the harsh conditions of incarceration, he maintained an unyielding spirit and a belief in the power of forgiveness and reconciliation. His positive mindset and resilience played a pivotal role in dismantling apartheid and establishing a more equitable South Africa. These individuals have demonstrated extraordinary strength of character, overcoming immense hurdles with their positive outlook and resilience to achieve remarkable success and inspire others. They show how a positive mindset can win the day. Life coach Tony Robbins is known for his motivational and empowering teachings, and one of his core beliefs is that individuals should not be limited by their circumstances. 
He encourages people to take control of their lives and mindset, regardless of their current situation or background. Robbins emphasizes that our thoughts, beliefs, and actions have the power to shape our destinies, and by adopting a positive, resourceful mindset, we can overcome obstacles and create the life we desire. Tony himself grew up in poverty. His parents divorced, his mother an addict, in a chaotic household. Even though he's worth almost a billion dollars today, he worked as a janitor at age 17 and never graduated from college. So can everyone become a billionaire? Well, I'm not sure about that. I'm still trying. But what I'm getting at is that having a positive mindset can get you to amazing places. And unless you're born into wealth, you need that positive mindset to succeed. And we talked last week about how focus affects your mindset. By adopting empowering beliefs and focusing on what you can control, what you have, and making plans, but focusing on the present. And developing adaptive habits such as focusing on one task at a time and implementing changes gradually and minimizing distractions. But today I'm going to show you how to have a positive mindset by examining and controlling the meaning you give things. We'll talk about what that means and how to actually shift the meaning you give things to empower yourself with a positive attitude, one that's resilient no matter what comes your way. Is the transition you're facing an opportunity to try something new and exciting or the beginning of something unpleasant? Are you being punished for your failure or being given an opportunity to learn from a situation, to create something new and amazing? Remember, there is no failure in life, only feedback. The moment you decide to focus on something, anything, you assign it a meaning and charge it with an emotion. All situations are neutral, and all outcomes are merely feedback. But the meaning you assign to any event or outcome defines the emotional tone of your experience and the feelings you generate. You get to choose which emotions you attach to something and its meaning. This is akin to the popular saying, when someone gives you lemons, make lemonade. Corny, yes. But it's also true. When something happens and you attach a negative emotion to it, it guarantees failure and more unhappiness in your life. Truly successful people tend to be those who can take any situation and make the best of it. They learn from their setbacks and make them learning opportunities so that the next time a bump in the road happens, as it will, they do better. Let's look at this example you've most likely heard some version of before. The following is supposedly a very old Chinese Taoist story about an old farmer in a poor, remote country village. Now, this farmer was considered to be well off since he owned a horse that he used for transport and plowing his fields. One day, the horse ran away. His neighbors exclaimed at how terrible this was, but the farmer simply said, maybe. A few days later, the horse returned and brought two wild horses with it. The neighbors rejoiced at his good fortune, but the farmer just said, maybe. Well, the next day, the farmer's son tried to ride one of the wild horses, and the horse threw him up in the air and broke his leg. The neighbors all offered their sympathy for his son's misfortune, and the farmer again said, maybe. Well, the next week, an army conscription officer came into the village to take young men away for the war. They rejected the old farmer's son because of his broken leg. When the neighbors told him how lucky he was, the wise old farmer replied, I bet you know what he's going to say, maybe. Let's try a more timely example. Say you're a senior manager with a large corporation and you've got almost 17 years in with your company. You've seen two people who were once under you and one your equal get promoted over you. How do you view these scenarios? What meaning do you give these circumstances? 
Do you have a challenge or an opportunity ahead, or do you focus on being in trouble? How you view this is important, as the emotional energy you bring into any situation will alter how you react. A client of mine named Rick was an 06 in the Navy with almost 20 years in. He worked in cybersecurity and had a great career. But there are a limited number of slots for people in his career path in the Navy to move past 20 years, and he didn't get selected. When we met, he was in a panic and depressed. He'd taken this personally and focused on everything that had happened as bad and wrong. This led him to worrying about where he'd go and what he'd do. Long story short, I got him to shift into looking at this as a new opportunity for him to stretch his life in a different direction, to try something different with his life. He admitted that the job had been getting boring and predictable, that his commute was long and anxiety-provoking, and that he spent most of his time pushing paper rather than working on interesting projects. We then realized that he actually had 18 months before he'd have to retire, and that was a lifetime. We switched his mindset into realizing that he actually had an 18-month-long career search opportunity paid for by the U.S. government. Who gets that kind of opportunity? So he networked with old friends he'd accumulated over the years, took two graduate certificate courses to improve his skill set in a field close to his, and landed a job in a company with three of his old classmates from the Naval Academy. He now works as a partner in a cybersecurity company, works from home except for one flight a month to New York City to meet with clients. He has more time for his children and wife and started up a woodworking shop, which was an old passion of his, and his life is amazing. He earns more money, sets his own schedule, chooses the creative projects he wants to work on, and has a great life because he chose to define his situation as an opportunity, not a punishment. Now, I know what you're thinking, (laughs) because I'm psychic. Should have told you that earlier, sorry. This story is great, but how do I actually make this kind of shift? Yes, at times it might seem difficult to see the good in a situation or to turn it around. And many people have difficulty with this because they have self-limiting beliefs. Self-limiting beliefs are like an inner glass ceiling that can sabotage your career and personal life in subtle ways, preventing you from achieving your true and full potential and sometimes keeping you from even trying. I'm not smart enough. I'm not good around people, or I'm too old to try something new. These are examples of negative self-talk or self-limiting beliefs. Have you ever noticed how such internal talk can cause self-doubt and take you off task and keep you off track? Wouldn't it be nice to quiet all of that and maintain your focus to have a positive mindset and keep moving towards your goals? How would you like to have a set of skills to tackle self-sabotage so that you can put your full force into a task? We're going to talk about three easy and effective ways to do just that. The great news is that it's easy to identify self-limiting beliefs and numerous techniques do exist that can help you eliminate them. So today I'd like to share with you a really simple and powerful technique known as reframing. Reframing comes from a practice known as neuro-linguistic programming, or NLP, as you might have heard it called. NLP is an approach to coaching and self-development that capitalizes on the fact that there is a connection between the language you use and your habits. NLP teaches you how to modify your habits in order to achieve specific goals. Put simply, NLP works by rewriting your belief system through modifying the way you think about and talk about yourself. So here is a simple and incredibly powerful technique to transform self-limiting beliefs. 
First, get into the habit of changing any negative statement about yourself that you make in the present tense into the past tense. Statements made in the present tense trick your body and mind into believing that the statement is a fact that describes your current reality. When you make a statement in the past tense, it tricks your mind and body into believing that it's an event that has come and gone, and that now you're in a period of transition that opens up new future possibilities. So, for example, instead of saying to yourself, gosh, I'm just so disorganized, modify your statement to something like, in the past I've been so disorganized, but now I'm much more on top of things. Even if this doesn't feel quite real to you right now, simply modifying the am with have been will make a profound shift in your experience with practice. So try it out. Like any and all new habits and skills, it'll take time. But if you want to up your game, stick with it, and I guarantee you'll notice the difference soon. Now I know what you're thinking. Here comes my psychic skills again. Isn't this just denial? Just because I feel a certain way about something won't change any facts. Not at all. You won't be denying anything. Instead, you're fully acknowledging that, yes, I'd prefer not to be facing a forced retirement or having to switch jobs or careers, or that I feel like I should have gotten promoted. You admit the facts, but you also get to decide how you respond to those facts. You can decide that it's an opportunity, and when you make that shift, you change your reality. All reality is filtered through us. Our perception is reality. You can choose to feel angry or anxious. Or you can do the work and learn to place your focus on how to improve your situation and actively search for how to make the situation benefit you. This technique does work and has for hundreds of mine and tens of thousands of others' clients. Give it a try. Reframing is amazing and works when you practice it. But what else could you try? It's a good idea to have several different tools in your toolbox. What if you're feeling pessimistic and your energy is low? Well, one thing that I do that's been proven effective is to find a way to have fun. We all need to relax. And we all need not to take life so seriously all the time. For hard-working, intensely driven type A's, and I know you're all out there listening, taking the time to have fun can seem frivolous, but it's essential. Making time for fun in your life will recharge your body, mind, and emotions and leave you better prepared to take on any challenge. It doesn't matter what it is, but I recommend something actually physical rather than virtual. You're most likely spending way too much time on devices as it is, and research has proven that engaging in an actual real-world activity is more effective at rebooting your psyche. When you feel like your mindset is getting negative, if your self-talk is becoming self-limiting or negative, it's a signal that you need to take a break. Laughter is a great medicine. Well, you didn't think you'd listen to today, and I'd end up telling you all to go play pickleball or something to improve your life. Yeah, I'm sure about that. So I'll give you another exercise to practice. It's called anchoring. Eckhart Tolle, Tony Robbins, and Louise Hay, three amazing healers and coaches, swear by and personally use these techniques. Anchoring is an effective and simple technique to pull up a good feeling under stressful and negative conditions. With anchoring, you pair physical touch with a feeling you want to have at your disposal whenever you need it. In an instant, here's how it's done. Determine how you want to feel, say, to be more confident. You start off by remembering a time when you felt really confident. 
close your eyes and see that memory in your mind. Where you were, what you were doing, who you were with, what you were wearing, what did you hear, then relax while you bask in that remembering. Do three slow, deep cleansing breaths while you dwell on this. Now, choose an anchor device that involves touch as a reminder to pull up confidence at times. For instance, earlier in my life, I carried a small pebble in my right front pants pocket that I'd practiced with. While you're having this memory, hold that pebble in your fingers and gently move it around. Or you can touch your thumb and index finger together, remembering what you saw, heard, and felt during the memory where you were feeling confident. Practice this again and again, several times a day for at least 10 days. Test this several times a day until doing so brings up a confident feeling. Keep at it, revisiting the practice two to three times a week. Eventually, it'll become second nature, a healthy habit you can use to get in touch with a healthy feeling whenever you want. Having a healthy and positive mindset that can-do attitude is essential to having an awesome career and life away from work. I've personally used all of these techniques myself and have used them with countless number of my clients over the years. Can you be as successful as Oprah? I don't know. But what I do know is that if you don't have a positive mindset, you're not going to accomplish as much in your life as you'd like, and you'll likely not be very happy or enjoy the ride. Good luck. Now, I'd like to put in a plug here for just a moment. I'm starting a free weekly career masterclass beginning on September 9th that meets every Saturday from 11 a.m. to noon Eastern Standard Time on Zoom. The class will focus on teaching skills, habits, and a mindset that will help members thrive in their career. It's a live class and limited to just 15 members. And again, it's free if you sign up by August 20. If you'd like to attend, you can reserve your spot by sending an email to Dr. Jim Polk at ProtonMail.com. That's D-R-J-I-M-P-O-L-K at ProtonMail.com. And include your name and phone number. We'll get in touch with you right away. If you try to join after August 20th, the class will cost $67. So sign up right away, and I hope to see you there. Until then, this is Dr. Jim Polk, and this has been an amazing career.